Welcome to What's Next Mel podcast, a vibey joint for millennial women where we are finally giving ourselves permission to live our best, luxurious, carefree lives. On this show, you can expect to hear raw and unfiltered content from both the male and female perspective, talking all things career, self-love, and relationships. This is the ultimate tea time session, so get your wine ready, get comfortable, and open your mind to insight on what's next. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to What's Next, Mel. I'm your host, Mel. Super excited to start off season two with a guest that we had in season one, Ebony, um, where we talked about mental health. And we're continuing that conversation. And we're just kind of niching it down to mental health in the workspace. So Ebony is a communications manager in big tech focusing on social media and employee engagement. She has 10 years of experience in communication, internal, external, executive level. So Ebony, if you want to reintroduce yourself to everybody, and then let's just jump right into the conversation. Hi, it's great to be here. Glad to be back. Um, you definitely um, got my title and bio right, but next, by the time this airs, I will be a director. <laughs> Yay! Congratulations! Thank you so much. I just... am about to be a director so by the time this airs I will be um, a director in big tech um, long time coming really excited about that and I feel like I'm going to a place that is going to be more healthy um, as it relates to mental health in the workspace which I know is our topic right now uh, the day that I actually reached out to you and I was just like "Ooh, girl <laughs> we, we we have got to meet again <laughs> Yes. <laughs> um, the day that I reached out to you about that, um, I was in a space where, um, you know, working from home, uh, what, 400 days, oh, more than a year at this point, mm-hmm. um, um, it has a severely affected um, my mental health in ways that sometimes it's hard for, for you to decompress. Sometimes it's hard for you to separate work from home because, you know, you're working in yeah. your home. Sometimes it's hard for you to create boundaries. Some days you want to do this. Some days you want to do that. So it, it's, it had been really tough that last stretch of the year. And um, hell, really up until like last month, if we're being honest, it was just really, really tough. And um, I was in a situation where I was running to the wire on one of my deadlines, which I just do that naturally because I'm a procrastinator. You give me a due date, mm-hmm. you give me a due date, I'm gonna make sure I make it, period. That's it. But right. I'm not gonna <laughs> I'm not gonna start on something today that's not due for twenty four days. So <laughs> Right, right. So anyway, I was having a one on one with my manager and she was asking how I was doing and I was telling her that I was just a a bit overwhelmed with, you know, the amount of work that I had in February and it was taking its toll on me. And I told her, I was just like, you know, my anxiety and da, 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 da. And she goes, yeah, I think I was a little bit too easy on you last time about that. What? What? Uh -uh. You mean to tell me I disclosed a disability to you and you think it's your right to form an opinion about that? Right. Tell me more, white woman. 
please. Right. Let, tell right. tell wow. me more. So I was upset, upset. And from that moment, because I thought that I had uh, an ally in my manager because right. when I first told her, it, it's hard going into work and having your mental health issues start affecting your work because then right. you start trying to hide behind these defense and coping mechanisms because you mm-hmm. just feel like as soon as soon as as soon as somebody knows that you have one of these things whether it's major depress major depressive disorder or anxiety or anything like that then you feel exposed right so absolutely you duck and dodge that as long as you can but it's inevitable that it's going to come out in your work especially if you work in a corporate environment and so or just you know like a regular nine to five so anyway i told her um about my disability a couple of months before. And I think it was actually in October of 2020, I told her. And she was very understanding. And she was like, yeah, I have a daughter who deals with debilitating anxiety. So I totally understand, blah, blah, this, this, and that. And we were able to move on. So for a few months later, for her to be like, I was too easy on you. Honey, you didn't have a choice on the way to feel <laughs> about, right. about my disability. Excuse excuse so I was I was pretty upset and from that moment I shut up and I didn't say anything else to her it you know it's really crazy because it's just like I get it we all have opinions and things like that but it's like you can't judge me for the things that I go through and that like obviously affects like me my regular day and also my flow into work Mm -hmm. and it's like just because you don't go through any like mental health like issues or don't have anxiety depression or whatever the case may be doesn't mean you need to put judgment on those people because I feel like they make it seem like because we have these mental issues that we can't perform at like our best Mm -hmm. and it's just like you just got to give me like a little minute sometimes because it's just like I just might get a little overwhelmed and it's like, I just need a little minute, like a little breather. And then I'm going to come back just as strong as I was before. Mm-hmm. Um, because that kind of happened to me too. Um, which was really crazy because, um, when I first, I started going back to therapy about like two years ago. So it was like, mm, I probably have been working at my last job for maybe about a couple months, almost to a year and I'm like hey guys like I'm going back to therapy and I need to like a certain day you know with therapy they would like you to do it very routinely so like you know that certain day that certain time always um have like go to therapy so I'm like hey I can't just like do these random days off I'm gonna need Friday to be um a certain time certain day either I have it off or I come into work after um one o'clock And it was just like, some people, I'm just, the one of the general managers really was just like, are you okay? Like, is it like, does it have to deal with work is why you're going back to therapy? And I'm like, well, first of all, that's none of your business. Like, Mm -hmm. whether I choose to go back to therapy because y'all drive me crazy is my business. And it's just like, that's a personal thing. So it was like, they were accommodating to like, you know, me going, like I didn't really have to go through HR or anything. Like they were very accommodating. Either I had that day off or I just closed that night. Um, So, which was fine. And, but it was just like, 
you're crossing the boundary of trying to like get into my business mm-hmm. and, and don't do that wondering <laughs> yeah and also wondering like if you play a part in why i need to go to therapy mm-hmm. yes you guys do but it's like again that's none of your business so it was just really crazy and then it's also like I think for me, what bothered me is like, you know that I go to therapy. So some things I am working on and it's like, but it's like, I still like get attacked for it a little bit. Mm -hmm. It's like, oh, well, you can't always use that as a defense mechanism or things like that. And I'm like, I'm not using therapy and things as a defense, but you have to realize I have anxiety. So when y'all come at me crazy and it's like two or three people at the same time, I'm going to get overwhelmed. Mm -hmm. And I think what I also don't like is that the workplace likes to, at least my old workplace, they like to wait until we have our, like, reviews, which is, like, every about three, four months, like, every quarter, to, like, talk about all the things in the past three months. Hmm. Now you're throwing everything at me, like, five, six, seven different things at one time. Half of those things, like, I'm not going to lie, even though, like, I'm only 29, I have very bad memories. So it's like you throwing six, seven things that happened two months ago. I totally forgot about that. So now I got to try to re-go through my like brain and be like, oh, when did this happen? Why did I do that? Why did I say this? When we could have talked about in the present moment Mm -hmm. at that time when that situation happened. Absolutely. And it's really crazy. Like, it's just crazy that mental health has become a really big thing now and still the workplace hasn't like caught up to it. No, they're like we have all of these resources how are you feeling and you know I work in communication so everything that we say to the company goes through my department right and so we have all of these initiatives around um, you know the pandemic response Um, you know we have workout programs and all of this but then when you sit down and you have a one-on-one with your manager and you tell them that that your mental health is suffering from whatever and what i'm just i i'm i'm sorry i'm floored i'm blown away right right. because that's that's crazy to me like you don't even have a level of understanding to know Mm -hmm. that you know my work can be affected by this like people are literally dying outside every single day not only you know from from covid but we still got black bodies swinging in the summer breeze you Mm -hmm. know what i mean and that to me is the the largest disconnect between being black and navigating the workspace with these people who claim to be allies you know right um it's it's terrible (laughs) and to be honest i'm not doing any of this mental health resource stuff that they have going on at work because I don't want to see y'all. Y'all are part. Y'all right. are part of my uh, a, a part of the problem. You know, like I'm not doing yoga with y'all because no, <laughs> you know, I'm on on, on right. Zoom. You know, I'm not. You know, oh, do no. I'm not taking mm-hmm. an extra webinar to talk about my mental health. That hour could be spent napping. <laughs> you know, I just <laughs> oh, or, or yes. with my personal therapist. So I'm not doing all I right. understand that you're providing all of these resources, but you have to understand that you are part of the problem as well, you know? So when you sit right. and you have these conversations with your with your managers at work and they're just like, Well, are you using the resources that we provide provide for you? No, bitch, because as, <laughs> as, as every 
every step of the way that I can not open my work computer, that's what I'm going to do. So, no, I'm not. Right. I agree completely. And, you know, it's so crazy because especially during the pandemic with these things, it's like it's so funny because like with my job, um, the first month after the pandemic. So we ended, I think, March 15th was the day that which, again, like I went over and beyond my job, over and beyond my um, job description, because that night I closed with my store manager at the time. And basically, you know, shut down the whole store, did all the things I had to do with the money, the clothes, et cetera, et cetera, whatever, whatever, closing down like um, a big, you know, 32 million volume store for what we quote unquote thought was two weeks ended up being longer. So with that being said, um, for a month, they paid us emergency Mm -hmm. pay. um, And then after that month, we went on furlough. And for that month, it's like no one really quote unquote checked on me to like make sure like, hey, like how are you doing this pandemic? Like, it's so crazy that you guys are sitting here texting me, asking me, make sure we call like the associates, tell them this, tell them that. And like making me do these like once a week, like work calls about like how to be a great manager and how to do all these things when we don't even know when we're coming back to work. And it's like, we're still talking about work, which I get it. You're still paying me for that month. But I also would like a call instead of spending two and a half, almost three hours on Zoom having a store meeting. How are you? Like, are you okay? Like, are you mentally okay? Like, we know, especially like you, like, you know, we know that you have mental health. Like, like, be really concerning because it's like when you are concerning or it's like you're being forced to like call me or text me because it's like, you're still like district managers and stuff like that are still like, you know, working and you need to make sure I'm still good. So you can see if like, I didn't find another mm-hmm. job so that make sure I'm coming back. Like, don't be fake about it. Cause that was like the whole thing for me. And it's like one of the reasons why I didn't go back because it's like the whole time you really weren't concerned about me. Yep. Like you were only checking on me quote unquote, because you had to, and it's, I feel like it wasn't genuine, but it's like, you want me to still do all these like chats with you in the morning, like talking about like stupid things, like asking questions about where would you go once this pandemic is over? Like you guys don't mm-hmm. care. And it's just, it's really, it's mind boggling. That's just like this pandemic really showed how the workspace. Yes. Treats yes, us. it did. Especially, especially, um, people of color like I just feel like it just really like I just really was like wow like I really put you like I don't want to say a high pedestal but it's like I used to be like yo like no this district manager she hired me like she's the best like love her to death and then it's like you really didn't weren't even really concerned even when I had to put in my notice of that I couldn't come back to work for Mm -hmm. medical reasons because of like my autoimmune disorder it's like y'all sent me this little like two three sentence email and it's just like i've been with y'all for two Mm -hmm. years and it's like you also knew i've had this autoimmune disorder from the beginning when i started work so it's like y'all didn't really not like listen it's like it's really crazy on twitter yesterday and this is something that actually is an ongoing conversation especially for people like me in my 30s and you know my 
um, my friend group and in my um, age range and, and the people that I chat with every single day is take your PTO because these companies don't give a damn mm-hmm. about you. Take your time. Because if something were to happen to you, they would replace you tomorrow. And yes. um, I saw an email and the email chain went like this. There was this young boy who was working at Lowe's and he um, had been at Lowe's for like 11 months, made employee of the year, like or employee of the month, like four different times, had his own little parking spot and everything. Well, he had gotten fired that day. Um, from Lowe's oh for God. 37 cents missing from his till from some pocket change. Yeah. And so it started off as a joke, right? And so somebody quote retweeted that and they said, that's why I be letting people run out of here um, with, with refrigerators <laughs> and generators. It's <laughs> <laughs> funny, oh funny, right? But then the chain also turned into, this is why you take your time off because these companies don't give a damn about you. Literally, my coworker's death was announced and 35 minutes later, the email for her position open, opening was sent out. Oh my god, I think I did see that on yeah. Twitter as well. I did see that. Yes. And that was, you know, and it's crazy because that is so mm-hmm. true. I feel like I've seen that in my um my old company. Like they would literally like people would like tell me like, hey, like I'm about to quit or like, you know, I got fired, whatever the case may be. The next thing you know, I'm they're already like, hey Melanie, like this is blah blah blah. They're starting to and I'm like, hold on, like yeah. This uh-huh. just left like a couple mm-hmm. days ago last week or like she just put her two weeks notice in yesterday. Like, where are these people coming from? It's like you guys are always already ready and prepared. And it's like you don't even give people a fighting yeah. chance. And I think for me, what I really didn't like, I mean, I don't want to say I was like low key the favorite at work, but like I definitely I will say I did get away with some things. And but the things were like very minimal. But it's, but it's also because when I came into work, I gave 150% no matter what. Like, it's just, that's just in my nature. So it's like, but when I would see how they would treat other people and really, like, gun for people, especially when they didn't want them mm-hmm. to work anymore, the way they would gun for them and really just, like, attack them on every little thing that they do, it's like you're attacking them for even breathing and coming into work so you can, like, fire them. And I'm just like... This, you guys don't understand how this plays on somebody's mental health. Like, one of my old co-workers, they were really, really going for her. And already she was like, I want, she was like, just, she was really going through a lot. Like, she was also talking about all the things that she was going through in her personal life and things like that. So it's like, them adding this on, I was just like, you guys don't understand how you're breaking this girl. And it's like, I don't know, like, you know, God forbid something happens to her. It's like, this really kind of is on you because it's like, you guys aren't even asking her what's going on in her personal life. Maybe that's why she's not performing at her best. And it's like, but it's like, you don't even care. You're just really like cutting her deep. And that used to bother me so much because I'm just someone like, I'm a caring person. And it's just like, I want to make sure you're good. And it's like, because it's just like, we never know, like, we all could be going through something and just putting a smile on our faces because we're in front of people. And it's like, for you guys to really attack her, I was just like, wow, this just shows like people just don't care about other people anymore. It's just like, all they think Mm -hmm. about is themselves. I agree. And it's just, 
and especially that she was like again like a woman of color it's just like wow like y'all are really like attacking her but then it's like you know god forbid one of their own fucks up multiple Mm -hmm. times they still got a job and i was like so confused still confused to this day when i find out like you know some of my old co-workers they got um let go and all people of color that got let go that's number one but one of their own is still there but was the worst one out of everybody And I was like, wow, I'm just like, I'm so like shocked that they continue to like show that they're really not, they have no backbone and they have no real respect for people of color who really make their Mm -hmm. business profitable. It's like, it's it's really amazing to me. And it's crazy because, you know, I just feel we shouldn't have to feel like this in corporate America. It's like, I shouldn't have to always feel like, you know, I don't want to go back because it's such a toxic work environment. Like for me personally, it's like, I love doing this entrepreneur life and like really focusing on my online store and my blog. But you know, sometimes I do miss like the retail life and I miss that, like, you know, managing retail management, things like that. But the toxicity that it brings is not worth it i can't Mm-mm. deal with it yeah like i because can't they will work deal. you to death they will work you to the bone and then do all of these mental gymnastics around things like renaming mm-hmm. human resources to human capital or the global people group or whatever like you guys are not for the people y'all are for the company so stop fronting exactly exactly and it's just like it's crazy because that's what i used to tell like my coworkers when they'd be like oh i haven't used my pto yet i haven't like don't know where to go i said and you see well you guys are continuing to do that and you guys are like being overworked and you're wondering why you're so tired mm-hmm. and burnt out i'm going on vacation every like i would go on vacation every two to three months like i strategically planned my pto throughout the whole year because I was like, I cannot be here for like six months straight and not have a vacation. Like I was like, you guys will, I will literally yeah. like curse everybody out. So I need to like not, not be here because it's just, it's not, it's not worth it at all. And it's just like, I don't know. I think it's like as much as they want to do this, especially like when Black Lives Matter and everything came out, you're still not changing the problem you're still not really listening because it's like you just let go of so many people of color but have no yeah, reason not why. Yeah, only that, it's like there, there was actually, there's actually been a ramp up in um, people of color um, coming into corporate America after that and all of these different positions opening up um, as it relates to diversity and inclusion. And, but when you get us, a seat at the table cool but you're not listening to us when we do sit down at that table and mm-hmm. what does that say about you that you were just going through the motions you... exactly I completely agree so I agree with that it's it's sad um to be honest I don't aspire to work I don't have a dream job I don't dream about working hard you know this transition that I'm about to make into my director role is going to be some hard work to get that title and the salary that I want. I don't want to do this, but I feel like I have to do this. You know, I, I have to do this and mm-hmm. I've got to make, um, you know, some sacrifices in order to do it. But 
Uh, my career is important to me. It's really all I have right now until, you know, I have something else. And that's because we lived in capitalist society, right? <laughs> Right. I agree with that completely. And I think that's what used to drive me too. like, it was like, I'm again, I know some people like the pandemic can be a blessing Mm -hmm, or it could have been a curse for me. It was a little bit of a blessing because it did make me take a step and pause and be like, what do I really want to do? Yeah. What do I really want to do? I've been wanting to do this for so long. I've been wanting to do my own thing. And I was like, it was very hard, like me trying to do my own thing, but then working for my job where I was putting in like 40 to 50 plus hours and I was always strung along for, you know, store manager. Like it's like, oh, you know, you're it, you're the next one, like you're going to be it. But then you bring other people from other stores to be a store manager, right, like exactly. make it make sense. Or you hired somebody new. And then it's like your reasoning and here we go with like the stereotypical of, oh, like you have an attitude like this and that, like the Mm -hmm. black woman stereotypical of like working like, and it's just like, no, you just are saying this because at the end of the day, you guys know I'm not someone who's going to back down. If I feel like your idea or whatever doesn't make sense, I'm going Mm -hmm. to question it. You want a yes person. You don't want someone who's going to question your, like, thinking. And you know if I get into that position, I'm definitely mm-hmm. going to try to make some changes because I know what it's like. And it's like, you didn't want that. Just say that. Because I could have moved on from that. Like, that's really mm-hmm. not that difficult. Um, so it's like, don't always give me that stereotypical, oh, you have an attitude. You don't know how to work well with people. But then all the associates love me and all the associates always like come to me and tell me what they have going on personally or at work. And I'm the one who has to tell you because they don't feel comfortable telling you guys because you just give off that like scared or like mm-hmm. they just don't feel comfortable. They, all, they always use that like, let's intimidation make it sense. excuse, right? Mm-hmm. It's um upsetting me in my and it's crazy. Nah, <laughs> it really is because it's like, how am I supposed to feel like I can move up when you're always saying I'm intimidating, I'm intimidating, but it's like the people below right. me don't feel like I that. honestly felt like shit for so very many months, um, leading up until now because, um. You know, two people have been hired above me on my team. Like one significantly above me and one just one grade above me. And I'm like, hello, I'm right here. And as much as they talk about how they love my work, how dynamic I am and all of these other things, um, it's not, it's not, it's not ringing true. It's not showing and that severely Mm -hmm. affected you know my mental health because honestly like I said my career is very important to me so if I'm sitting here you know being berated by my manager for some you know menial assignment that an intern could do I feel away so I mean I had to go out and and change that and for the longest I didn't even have the energy to do so you know Right. And it's tough and it's hard because it's like I think for me too, like it was like 
I'm like, damn, this company, you know, I've grown so much. I've learned so many things. So many people have taught me different things. I feel like I can keep learning here. But then at the same time, it's like they also put me down. They put me in this negative space. I'm like, you know, taking like two, three sessions of my therapy to talk about them. Right. The things that they put me through. And it's like, and it's like, I don't want to talk about y'all. Like, I really, like, my therapy is more for me and like what's going on. But it's like, I have to because you guys are affecting my life and you're affecting That's like my all... mental health. Sorry, and it's but... like, no, no, no. And it's like, for me, it's just like, I could be using that time to talk about me and getting myself together for my next relationship and the things that I want to do in my future, like cure my childhood mm-hmm. traumas and things like that. Exactly. Here I am That's exactly work. why I fired my therapist. Um, God love her, but she was around the same age as me. And every single day I felt like, or every single session, I thought I was, I felt like I was just talking to one of my homegirls and I was like, why am I paying for this? And all I'm doing is complaining about what happened at mm-hmm. work. Like, when are we going to get into the the clinical side of things? When are we going to get into digging up past right. traumas? When are we going to get in, get into, you know, developing healthy coping mechanisms? Like I gave her a year and we never got into any of that. So I was just like, the way that I was talking to my therapist, mm-hmm. I could have talked to my friends. I, I was having those same conversations right. with my friends so right and I think they don't even realize like how like it's fun it's frustrating like I would get really frustrated that's like I'm really coming and you know sometimes which I really wish I didn't because it's really hard especially like you know the days that I did have to close after my therapy session it's really hard because I like to like after therapy just really like reassess everything and just mm-hmm. really like decompress but it's like I had to come into work after and it's like here you all are like I just talked like a whole hour about y'all talking about right. like how y'all just get on my nerves and y'all just be doing dumb shit and here <laughs> you are doing dumb shit and it's like oh my god like now I'm tight even more because it's like I'm trying to like you know I think what used to bother me is like you know my therapist would give me tools and I would mm-hmm. try to use them at work and it's like y'all are fighting me on it here I am trying to and make a change and boundaries. I'm the only one <laughs> yeah and set boundaries and it's like y'all are like fighting oh Melanie can you do this can you do that and I'm like yo like I'm trying to create this boundary and it's like you're not allowing me to and it's like you're also not understanding because it's like I've also had multiple conversations we I had one store manager where in the beginning it wasn't that we didn't get along I think it was just like me and another store manager we just really kicked it off because like he was just funny and we just really like were able to just like relate like when he taught me it was just like a way that like I was just like oh this is so relatable and it's just like conversational and another store manager it was just like more like work 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 and like just so tasky and I'm like all right like you're kind of annoying and you know it's crazy to me that you were the store manager, but here I am the one trying to figure out how we can have a better like work relationship because clearly we don't work. It wasn't that we didn't work well together, but it's just like something, mm-hmm. there was something that was off. And it wasn't until I like, you know, going through therapy and talking about it, I was like, okay, like, you know what? I think maybe we just need a day where we just work side by side and just really like try to relate with each other. And I had to bring that up to you and make you schedule that. And like, it's just like, that shouldn't have been me. It should have been a both of us thing because it's like, I felt like I was the only one who was trying to figure it out. And it's like, this is what I'm talking about. Like, why is it always me, 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 me? even when um you know and I hate crying in front of like people like that just not really my friends or anyone close around me like I don't like crying at work because it's just like I never want people to see me at that point 
And it's like, I did like got a little teary because it was like me and this one coworker, we just didn't get along. Like we just, I always felt like she was upset that, you know, I just knew what I was doing. She had worked there a little bit before me and that people just like, you know, praised my name and just like, you know, would always come to me for things and whatever, whatever. So it's just like, yo, I don't like her. Like she clearly has some kind of vendetta against me. And some situation happened. We got into it. And, you know, as grown adults, like, my thing is, like, you should have came to me so we could have figured it out. Or you should have been like, hey, I think that you and I need to, like, have, like, ask somebody else to, like, mediate between us two. Because clearly, I feel some type of way, et cetera, et cetera. And if we talk on our own, it's going to, like, escalate. You went to somebody and, like, said your side of the story. So then when they come at me, I just felt attacked. And I'm like, wait a minute. Whoa, 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 whoa. Like, you're not going to allow me to say my piece, you, and you guys are going to keep like you're not even coming ask, at me and attacking me? me. What? <laughs> right. And that was what really I think got me upset is that like no one really even asked my side. But then it's also too, it's like I was always the one who you know got blamed or attacked for things mm-hmm. because I have the thickest skin, and I'm like you know even though funny enough she was the older one, like a year older. She's childish. So it's like, you know that you can come at me and come at me abrasive mm-hmm. because you know I can hold my own. But there's still times where it's like, yes, I can hold my own, but at the same time, there's going to be a time where it's like, when y'all keep doing that over and over and over again, I'm going to break. And that's what happened. And I got so mad at myself because it's like, here I am breaking down because they keep attacking me and no one's trying to have a conversation mm-hmm. with me that's where I got upset. It's like, we're not even trying to have a conversation. Y'all are just like, me, 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 me. And you're doing wrong, you're doing wrong. And like, she's not doing nothing. Like You talk about not wanting to cry at work and feeling intact. And it reminds me of a situation that I had in one of my last jobs where um, they, it was a weird nonprofit so the way that they did things, um, you know, small company, it wasn't what I was used to. And um, I have mm-hmm. realized that um, something was wrong with my benefits, like on my offer letter, the company was supposed to be paying for my benefits. And they worded it in a way that kind of um, got them out of it. And I missed it. And so when I found that out at work, um I was really upset. I went and I talked to my manager about it. I went and talked to HR about it. And then from the answers that I got, I was so mad that I was getting ready to cry. So I just left for the day. And, you know, you don't punch a clock or anything like Mm -hmm. that. So it's just like I grabbed my purse and my keys and I left. And so my manager is calling me and I'm like not wanting to talk. Um, And then when I get back to work the next day, she sat me down and tried to write me up for that. For, leave, for for leaving in the middle uh-uh. of a work day or whatever. And then on part of the write-up, she put um, recommend um, emotional management courses or anger management or something like that. Yes, she did. And it was, and it was a black woman too, okay? And I was just like, I'm not signing this oh, shit. Oh, no. <laughs> you, better get, you better get this out of my face. I'm going <laughs> to go to my office and do my job. And my, part of my job is going to be looking for another job. 
on your time because right, you, did you really right. come in my face did time. you really come okay. in my face and I know that probably wasn't directed from her boss like um what are you gonna do and she had to come up with a plan and say something but that was the dumbest thing that she could have ever did because no ma'am you're not gonna write you're not gonna write me right, up for leaving because right. I'm pissed off at something that y'all did to me you want me to sit here in my office and sit and burn right. under my collar all day long or no I'm taking the rest of the day off because you just, you just, y'all made a mistake right. that cost me thousands of dollars and I'm not allowed to react. Oh, wow. Uh-uh. Yeah, yeah that's wild. Mm-hmm. Uh-uh. That's crazy. And you know what's so funny with HR? Because I think, like, for me, too, I actually had to, um, my old company, what they had was, um, you can call, like, this number and you can, like, it was from with a third party that would, like, you know, do the whole, like, investigation mm-hmm. if you had an issue, et cetera, et cetera. So I had an issue with one of my general managers and, which is so crazy because prior when I first started, we used to be cool. Like, we would even go out with drinks with everybody, have a good old little time. And I don't know, sis just flipped the script. I don't know, flipped the script because I don't know what happened to her. But anyway, so I had to think because she really came at me one day because um, the girl that I didn't like, she was getting transferred to another store and I didn't sign the like going away card because I just felt like I'm not going to be fake. I don't like being fake. Right. I'm not going to sign your card because I don't care for you. You don't care for me. Like, what do I look like being like? um like um i hope you do well in your new store da, 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 da. like i don't care mm-hmm. so it's like i'm not gonna write anything so and then she also came at me for just like um some other things and i was just like oh no i was like you're not coming at me. first of all you were even here you were on vacation and it's like you heard it from other people so it's like that even more is like you shouldn't have even came mm-hmm. to me because it's like you weren't even here for that but I, you know, reported it, and then my district manager came to me. Um, actually, no one came to me. No one even brought it up, which I was like, wow, so I know you guys got this information because it gives you right away, and no one's going to ask me, am I okay? Like, how do I feel working with her? Like, nothing. It wasn't until mm, a couple months later when I was getting transferred to another store that my district manager came up to me and was like, hey, um, I know you had did like um, a report um, a couple months ago and, you know, we just have to like, um, you know, talk about it before you get transferred to another store whatever. And I'm like, well, this happened a couple months ago. Now I don't care. Like, and like, it's just like, it's mind boggling to me that it's like, here we are talking about something that happened a couple months ago and you're asking me about it, but now it's like, it's right, over. Like so it's like, out. there's you no need to talk about out. it. Yeah. Yeah. Like it was just like, to me, it was just like, and that's when I started to realize I put you at way too much of a high pedestal because mm-hmm. I thought you really cared and was concerned. And you should have asked me that day or whenever you found out, you should have hit me up and been like, Hey, like, you know, X, X, Y, and Z. I understand. How can we like figure something out? But you did it, and now I'm gonna leave into another store, so I don't care now. They always like it's fake unnecessary. Going though, right? and, yeah, and it's and it's crazy because it's like what's so crazy about this person is that like so many people complained about her, and like you guys still let her work here, and it's like I don't understand. Like I know how many people complained about her, whether it's associates, other managers. I even had to tell her one day to her face, like, listen, like you're the problem i promise you the other managers might back me up and i was like even if they don't back me up because they're scared to say something i will say it 
you have a problem, you need to figure out how to talk to people because mm-hmm. you're not making sense. You're not making sense and you're making this environment uncomfortable for people to come to work or even come to you and talk to you about things. Like, it's very, like, it's very simple. And it's like, oh my God, me? Like, yes, you. Like, I don't know what else to say. But it's just crazy how people, they back up their own or they back up people that are so negative for the place and, like, yeah. people feel uncomfortable. I don't, like, it's like, do you I want have, us to be uncomfortable when we come to I work? Because really I don't like coming to work right uncomfortable. Now. She has the worst attitude, and I'm so glad that she took early retirement, and she's about to be, well, I'm not about to work there anymore anyway, but <laughs> she, I was really happy when I found out that <laughs> she took early retirement, and I wasn't going to have to work with her anymore, because she just had this air of negativity about her in in person when we were mm-hmm. in the office and it was the same air of negativity virtually and i'm just like really i don't want to i don't want to work with oh, people wow. like that if you don't want to be here bitch quit if you don't want to be here like right, you know right. so you could just tell but my separation and it's their way to you know I guess do a big money grab and um, retire, um, mm-hmm. offer early retirement to everyone who is over fifty. <laughs> and a right. lot of pe- a lot of people took it. Mm-hmm. I mean, that makes sense. Um, since it's the beginning of a month, I there was like five farewell emails this week alone. <laughs> These people are oh. like, bye. <laughs> but. Ah! Let me let me tell you what's yeah. been working for me or how I've gotten through the last few months, okay? I'm mm-hmm. in my bed. <laughs> I'm in my bed until I have to get out. And and there's really no reason or time that I have to get out. The only reason I would have to get out of my bed would be to feed myself. And my relationship with food ain't that great. So right. <laughs> I don't really care. So I've created <laughs> what I call my beachfront oasis in my bedroom. And it's it's yes. nice and breezy in there. But then I sleep on a heating pad. So I have like, you know, the mix of the like cool breeze, but you know, warm sun on me. And mm-hmm. uh, it's and mm-hmm. it stays dark. Yeah. Until I decide to let there be light, it's dark. (laughs) And so I'll get up in the morning at eight (laughs) o'clock. I'll begrudgingly go and grab my laptop, come back to my room, open it up, answer some emails and go right back to sleep. And I'm telling you, I won't get up out the bed until 12, one, two, however long it takes because they don't pay me enough to be that attentive. Mm-hmm. And um, I am right. working on me. So if you want me to do all this remedial shit you want to complain right. about all the time, I'm going to do me, whatever it takes. Right. I agree. And I love that. Oh, my God. Like, I think, you know, when before the pandemic, I started to realize, mm-hmm. too, like, I'm like, all right, I got to create boundaries because this like me being like yeah yeah i'll stay and then like staying an extra three four hours is really like is doing the most so i was like getting ready to be like okay like melanie like when you Mm -hmm. need to leave at five o'clock you need to leave at five o'clock if you need to leave at 11 p.m like you need to be like yo y'all gotta finish this in the morning because like i'm leaving at 11 p.m like it's just like that's that's it like i need to leave on those times that i needed to leave and i also needed to also cut that like cord of yes. like answering when I'm mm-hmm. off answering when I leave work answering before I get to work because mm-hmm. you're not paying me during these times like 
I'm not being paid to answer these text messages at these times. Like, it's just, I'm going to catch y'all at work. Like, that's that. So I definitely was getting into that space. A job that was so an an office job actually. I was the communication specialist on um, a closing team for um, a home builder, and my phone. I was actually hired as the person that would talk to people because my director, she was good at managing the department and the processes, but she was always getting into it with people, right? So, um, and I'm talking about the people who were buying homes and the people at the at the title company and the real yeah. estate agents and all of that. So my job was to be the liaison between, you know, them closing a home and closing a home happy. So it got to a point where everybody loved to talk to me so much that my phone was blowing up on a daily and I had to set boundaries and everyone at work laughed at me but I wrote down on a sticky note my phone times because I would come to work would have 47 voicemails (laughs) you know just a ridiculous amount of voicemails and not even the time to actually do my job right and so I set I set hours I put on a sticky Mm -hmm. note my phone times so it was two times during the day that I would talk on the phone it'd be like 10 to 12 and then again at like I don't know two to four or something like that I have no idea but that was me setting a healthy boundary because my phone is going to sit here and blow up if not I got the salesperson calling me I've got you know appraisers calling me I've got buyers calling me unhappy I've got you know people out in the field calling me everybody wants to talk to me and I was that one person in between you know your house getting built and closed and I just I was getting overwhelmed because you know uh, black women were really good at everything that we do. So, <laughs> um, so everybody, right. you know, you That's want something done, you're going to come to me. And I, it was starting to get to me after about a year or two of just, of just really, really working hard at it. And so I just cut my phone times down and, and my coworkers laughed, but I was just like, listen, if some, if one of my calls rolls over to you, you just let them know that I'll get back to them um, as soon as I can. Right. And I feel you. And that's exactly what you have to do because sometimes they don't know when to say like no or they just don't know when not to text you. Like I even definitely for sure I could tell you this. Like when I went on vacation and I was on PTO, mm-hmm. all those chatters were muted. I was not answering nobody. Don't text. I would always say before I leave, especially like I'm like when I would go to like Europe and things like that I'm like yo do not text me do not call me unless like I don't know the store is burning down even then I don't care like I will like come back to it being like I don't have a job like because I don't want to know I don't care like I'm on vacation and like one time one of my like team leads he texted me asking me about the schedule and I'm like I'm in a whole nother time zone, a whole nother country. You think I'm worried about your schedule and what you days you need off right now? Like, this has nothing to do with me. I'm like, didn't even respond. Like, because it was just like, you knew better. And it's like, for you to interrupt my piece when I'm not even trying to think about work, it just Mm -hmm. shows that you have no consideration, like, for my time. Because when you're on vacation, I don't bother you. I don't ask you anything. I'm like, oh, I'll wait till, like, you get back. Like, that's it so it's crazy but yeah no those healthy boundaries are super needed and um i think you know we all have to like figure it out because and we have to place them really early on too because 
jobs will take advantage of us and they will really work us to death and it's really crazy that people don't care about like your personal life and just like those healthy boundaries between work yes. and like family friends, friends and etc um the thing right make sure that you set your boundaries and not right. only set your boundaries take your time off because just like this job is replaceable so are you <laughs> <laughs> Okay, that's a whole fact. Well, Ebony, I want to thank you so much for coming back and sharing like your stories um, about mental health and like the workspace and just how toxic the work environment can be. But I also believe too, like, you know, definitely throughout my work time, I've definitely made like friends and I've definitely had some high moments because it definitely was moments I won't, you know, say like my old job, there was moments where we would come and we would match together and do cute little things together, go out after work and have happy hour and things like that. But then there was also times where it's like, I didn't want to see y'all. Like I just didn't even want to be around you guys so definitely ups and downs but again thank you so much it was such a great conversation thank you love having you on it was a good time going back and reminiscing about some of that funny stuff you know (laughs) now 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 it's funny yeah you know looking back (laughs) you you know you just weren't in the most healthy space to to deal with it the right way so I'm glad that we have both Mm -hmm. um, overcome those obstacles and you know we're just gonna keep going healthier and better yes yes absolutely again congratulations (laughs) on your new job and um i just want to thank everyone for listening and i hope to see you guys soon on the next podcast thank you that's all for today's episode i hope you were able to take away some new dope insight make sure to subscribe to the podcast for more if you're not already and leave a review to let me know what you think and if you want even more dope content head over to whatsnextmail.com and subscribe to the blog to stay in touch you can get at me on my socials too at whatsnextmail on instagram and twitter i can't wait to vibe with you